Welcome back, everybody, to our Let's Talk Green County program here on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. This is Coltrane Carlson, and our guest today with Green County Public Health is our director, Becky Wolf, now joining us for the second of our two-part series as we continue on talking about some of our sun safety reminders. And, and to kickstart today's program, Becky, let's talk about sunblock and sunscreen. It's obviously one of the easier ways to try and protect yourself from the sun's rays. Can you tell us a little bit about the importance of using sunblock as a safety measure during the summer months? Yeah, so every year, Green County Public Health sponsors the Sun Safety Project, and that includes not only being having an increased awareness of how to handle heat-related illnesses and avoid them, but also how to prevent skin cancers. The more that we spend outside in the sun, it increases our exposure to harmful UV or ultraviolet radiation, and that increases your risk for skin cancer. And ironically, July is UV safety month. So there's certain things that we need to do, and really not just with hot weather. It could be all year round. But one thing is make sure that you are consistent with your practices of wearing sunscreen. So the first thing is use a broad spectrum that it will protect you from two types of harmful rays, the UV A rays that can cause premature aging and wrinkles in the skin, and then your more harmful UVB rays that can cause sunburns and eventually cause skin cancer. So you want to make sure you're having a broad spectrum. You should aim for a sunscreen with at least 30 SPF, sun protection factor, and that indicates how much protection the product will offer against the UV radiation. You don't necessarily have to go out and buy a sunscreen that is, you know, 50, 60, 70, 100. Your sunscreen with at least 30 blocks 97% of the sun's rays. So remember that your sunscreen is not waterproof and it's not sweatproof. So you want to make sure that you are reapplying sunscreen when you're coming out of the water. And the same goes for if you're outside sweating, make sure that you're wearing sunscreen, reapplying it. And they really do recommend reapplying sunscreen every two hours. The other thing to keep in mind is what about the little ones? So the kiddos that are under six months, they typically should not wear sunscreen. Their skin is more sensitive than our adult sunscreen. So in order to protect those kiddos, you want to keep them in the shade as much as possible. You dress them in protective clothing, such as long sleeve shirt, pants, maybe a wide brim hat, and make sure that they're drinking plenty of fluids. The other thing to remember is that sunscreen is, is not your only tool in your UV safety toolbox. There's other things that you can do, which we've talked about before, but wearing your protective clothing, staying in the shade, and is most intense, like, you know, right in the middle of the day. Another question that people have is, how much should I use when I'm applying sunscreen? And most people don't apply enough. So what we call it is the teaspoon and the shot glass rule. So you want to use a teaspoon of sunscreen to cover the face and neck and enough sunscreen to fill a shot glass, which is about an ounce, to cover all the other exposed parts of your body. I thought that was kind of clever to remember that. The other thing is that don't be using older sunscreen. Sunscreen has expiration dates on it, and you want to make sure that you are using the most current. Sunscreens tend to not retain their original strength after about three years. 
I see when I go in the stores, I see a lot of the spray-on sunscreens are becoming very popular, and I'm sure they're, you know, very convenient, but they're not always as effective because we don't necessarily get the right amount on. And then the other thing is that people have been concerned about, well, maybe sunscreen's not safe. Maybe there's ingredients in the sunscreen that could be harmful to us, but that is not the case. Those are the pointers you want to remember. With our sunscreen safety project, we are in partnership with the Ira Cancer Consortium, and they allow us to obtain three-gallon jugs of sunscreen, and we share those with our partners, such as our local pool. Because we feel it's such an important project, we also purchase more sunscreen so that the daycares have access to bottles of sunscreen. And then we also try to pass out the little packets. We know it's not a lot, but, you know, we're really trying to just encourage more use of the sunscreen to get into the habit of that. You know, we basically reach about, I'd say right around 1,000, maybe 1,500 people a year with all of our efforts in that project. So I guess the the last kind of couple of things I wanted to quickly go over with you is the small ones, the young ones that you're talking about, those kids that are under six months of age. Well, what about the, those kids that are, you know, birth to maybe one or two who still use car seats and whatnot? What advice do you have for us there to uh, make sure that we don't accidentally leave our kids in a hot car or maybe just leave them in there for a couple minutes because we need to go run a quick errand and it's really, really hot outside. But for some reason, kids get left in cars this time of year too. Yeah, that that is a frightening scenario that unfortunately occurs every year. And no parent wants that to happen. They don't mean to. I think we just get very caught up in our routines, and it could happen very easily that a child, unfortunately, is inadvertently left in a car. So the things that we want to make sure, number one, you've got to, you've got to set up some kind of reminder, something that triggers you to look in the back before you lock up the car. Some of your sources will say, well, put a stuffed animal or something that belongs to your child in your front seat next to you so that it triggers you to stop what you're doing and before you get out of the vehicle and lock it up, look in the back seat or look in, the, look in behind you to see if, you know, that car seat has a child in it. The things that we want to remember is never leave your kids in a parked car. Besides for the obvious reasons, if they get out and they put the car into gear. But even when it feels cool outside, cars can heat up to dangerous temperatures quickly. Leaving a window down is not enough. Temperatures inside the car can increase by almost 20 degrees Fahrenheit within the first 10 minutes, even with a window that's cracked open. And then that temperature continues to accelerate, getting higher and higher with every minute. So... They are at heat, possibly even death, and that's something that nobody wants. When we're talking about sun safety, the, the little ones, they don't handle, they're not adults, so they don't handle heat like we do. And so they're more prone to developing heat-related illnesses. So just make sure that they're drinking plenty of fluids. And that's our guest for today's Let's Talk Green County program here with Green County Public Health Director Becky Wolf for a second of our two-part series. You're listening to the Raccoon Valley Radio Network.